Hello. So it's Sunday and I'm like in a weird mood because I am not sad necessarily. I'm just bored. <laughs> um, so I keep like bouncing around trying to find something to do to keep me entertained. Uh, this is what I woke up at like 7 a.m. this morning. And I don't really know why I did that, but I'm not exactly tired, but it's more like, okay. <laughs> so I've been up already for like an entire day, basically, like an entire eight hour day. And I still, like, it's nice because I still have a bunch more hours to go before I have to go to bed and everything and go back into working tomorrow. <sighs> um... But yeah, that's where my mind is at. So I figured I would come and there's just like random things I could talk about. Um, one thing is that tomorrow I have a doctor's appointment with my plastic surgeon, um, which is always, which I would say is a good thing. I haven't gone to see them since uh, November. I think it was like the first or second week of November, something like that. It was a while ago when I went to see them and because the the sutures or stitches that, that was holding like the drain in me just decided to like pop out of my body and be like, I'm done healing now. <laughs> and they had to take my last drain out. Um, so that's been like what, like four months basically. This was like the follow up I had scheduled like months ago. Um, for them to look at my back and I'm sure, and to make sure that everything is still fine and all that. So that's tomorrow. So hopefully that goes okay. Tomorrow I think is when I have, I should have therapy again tomorrow too. Um, so I guess tomorrow is like my random day of appointments, <laughs> but uh, other than that, the thing I wanted to talk about was the new Bucky Barnes TV show, which is actually something that's making me really happy for, you know, obvious reasons besides just that it's a Bucky Barnes TV show. Like, I call this show, I've called the show Bucky, the Bucky Barnes TV show, even though it's him and Falcon or Sam, it's like their show together. And I know that the show is going to do like it's going to be really fun to watch those two actors um, play off of each other. Because I don't know if you've never seen an interview with Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. But for the love of God, please look it up. Because they're really funny together. They're, they had, like, during the Civil War, like, press time, they had this whole running joke that they hated Tom Holland. Like, when they would do, like, press on, like, the red carpet, they would be like, oh, there's Tom. And he was, like, this, like, 17-year-old kid then. And they were, and it was just, like, their gag of talking about how much they hated him and how horrible he was to work with and things like that. It was so funny. And, um, yeah, they're just really funny when they're in, in, in anything together because they both have that same kind of, I think, sarcastic sense of humor and they just play off of each other so well. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so that translating over to their characters is not even going to be hard. So that alone, like, will be great. But inside my mind, it's just the Bucky Barnes show. 
<laughs> because uh, Bucky is my favorite. Like, just that's a complete sentence. Bucky is my favorite. <laughs> um, that's not that should not be a shock to anybody, especially considering that I have other episodes on this thing where I've talked about him, but also because he has PTSD from um, being tortured for like a very long time. Like he has, like Bucky canonically has complex PTSD and um, they don't, they're never going to call it like, who knows? Maybe on the TV show, they'll call it complex PTSD and I'll like fall over and cry because that's like amazing. Like complex PTSD isn't in the DSM five, which is like the, um, the book of all the, like the diagnoses that uh, people who are in the mental health field who work there, like psychologists and psychiatrists, when you see them, they have to tell your, give your insurance company like a, a diagnosis for why you're, like, what you would be diagnosed with to, to validate you seeing them as, like, a therapist or a psychiatrist or a doctor appointment or whatever. So, uh, it isn't in the DSM-5 because, um, honestly, people in, like, the mental health world can be really fucking pedantic and stupid about, like, what they think should be in the DSM-5 or not. (laughs) So hopefully when the next one, whenever the next one happens, they'll have it in there as an official diagnosis, but it is very well known, and like the main difference between the two, like PTSD and complex PTSD, is basically complex PTSD is if something happened to you, but not just once, and it was like something that happened to you chronically like or over a long period of time like um like the best example is like someone can have PTSD from you know being raped even if uh I don't want to say that but like um when it just happened one time like I guess the best example would be like the stories that you hear about women being raped on college campuses would be PTSD, but complex PTSD would be, like, if you're in a relationship with someone and they systematically do that to you, um, and even when you go with, like, the first example, like, complex, the person could have complex PTSD after being raped, like, at college if, they have to go through dealing with people from the university continuing to tell them that they're wrong and that they're a liar and nothing happened to them and things like that. But it's generally, like, if it happens over time. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> Bucky as a character was, was a prisoner with a horrible organization that was basically Nazis on steroids that were trying to take over the world and um, brainwashed him into making him forget who he was so that they could use everything about him that they liked and turn him into a killing machine, um, that would not try to get away because he couldn't remember who he really was and that he didn't fucking like these people because he was too scared. Um, so yeah, that's his character. So 
one so this is these thoughts are brought on by the last couple of days uh there was some tweets and stuff by people in the media that saw some of the new show so his show comes out on march 19th it's six episodes which is like heaven to me that um there's going to be six weeks in a row of new content with him because usually it's um you know when there's a marvel movie that comes out it's two hours long but it just is like that one movie and you watch and like there's also always a lot of different characters that are in the movie he's never been like one of the main people like he is one of the main people but you know what I mean like he was in what was considered Captain America movies so like even though he was a huge part of the story he was like you kind of you saw him through Cap's eyes you didn't you hardly we hardly ever got any scenes with him that were like just independent of him like the best example I can give like earlier today I was I saw like a um I was on TikTok and I saw like somebody talking about um they were somebody joking around talking about like what like the Avengers would do if like Thanos showed up and said like you have to sit still or I'm gonna like kill like kill your kill your parents and that just made me think, like, oh, Bucky doesn't even know, like, we've never even really been told anything about, like, his parents and what they were like, or there's, like, he's a comic book character, so whenever there's a comic book character, there's, like, always 50 billion different versions of their, like, childhood or whatever, so there's some versions of, that I've just read just from reading fan fiction with him in it, of, like, with his mom or that some there's some versions of the story that like his dad was abusive and a drunk um there's some stories about like that he had sisters or whatever but it's exciting with the idea that because the movies were always from Steve's perspective and we knew him as Steve's best friend and he had his own little like arc but it always involved Steve like him um you know, getting him out in the Winter Soldier, and then everything about what Steve had to do in order to protect him from being killed for something he didn't do in Civil War, and then him be going to Wakanda, um, and then being there and being part of, like, the end stuff. Even him dying was there to, like, just completely fuck up and isolate Steve. Um, so, it's just really cool to think that this show could really dive deep into all that stuff and I'm really excited right now about it because some of the tweets from press and stuff said that they got like they said like one scene was like action movie stuff with Sam um and it was showing like the cool stunts and stuff that they're doing because one thing when like the Marvel announced these like TV shows was like if they like what the quality would be like if it would be if it would feel like the movie quality just in a tv show version um or if it would be like lesser and it, people have seen like wandavision when it's i think it has one episode left so when it's done i want to go and like watch that whole show because people love it 
so much. Um, and, uh, but, like, that show has shown that the quality level is still there. So they said, like, the first scene was, like, almost showing, like, what kind of stunts and things that they can pull off on this show, and that if, in a TV show, instead of, like, a, a movie in a theater, doesn't change the quality level of that, because, like, the bros love seeing things explode and, and fight scenes and stuff. And then they said the other scene they saw was Bucky with his therapist. And basically every person who talked about it said the second scene was better. Like, I remember one person specifically said the second scene was better. Bucky with his therapist was really good. And I was like, oh my god, (laughs) they're showing Bucky with his therapist? And then I read, like, there's some interview that came out that where Sebastian Stan and stuff were talking about how... Bucky's story is very much about like the trauma and um, him trying to deal with it and figuring out who he is now and is about all that stuff as opposed to like the action side and it makes more sense of why like because so like the thing with that's fun that I really love with like Marvel movies or like even the Star Wars movies that have come out recently is that, like, the trailer will give you a general idea of what's in the movie and, like, or, like, kind of, like, the theme of whatever it is that you're about to watch that they've made, but they never completely give everything away. There's always a bunch of stuff that they uh, don't tell you. Like, for example, when the Mandalorian show was coming out, it was all, all, like, the press was about how, like, you know, this, like, Lone Ranger western show this dude traveling around the world doing like thing and he has to like do this job for somebody da 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 and then at the end of the first episode you find out that the like he gets baby yoda and then the rest of the show is about him being like a dad (laughs) with like a, a baby to take care of um which is not at all what people thought that show was going to be which is why i love when they do that kind of shit and so I love that they did that, that, like, the trailers that came out for the show so far um, have been very much about, like, you know, action-y scenes, Sam and Bucky, like, quipping at each other. Like, it just popped in my head that there is one scene in the trailer that they show during the Super Bowl where the two of them are in a room and they're, like, and there's like a therapist that's probably Bucky's therapist that's trying to get them to talk so they can understand each other and get along and I was like oh I just realized like oh that's definitely his therapist that's really cool but that was like the one scene that we you saw that was like you know more about like internal stuff necessarily um but I like that they're doing that because okay here's because this is this is my point in that is that when I when like fans of Bucky think of him like the reason why we love him is because he's been so he's been through so much and a lot of people who have PTSD obviously love him because he is a character that has it and goes through the same struggles that we go through and you just want him to be able to find some peace and be happy and um figure out what he wants to do in his life after like so much of his life was robbed from him and especially after Endgame when Steve just like left him now he's completely alone and 
you just want him to be able to figure out where he fits into this world and to be able to be like happy and satisfied with being still being alive um and everything that was done to him and everything like that so uh, that's like the big like people who are into Bucky are usually that's the kind of feelings that we have for him um they're always very like intense and about trauma honestly and um it's weird because like dudes who watch Marvel they I think they just think of him as the Winter Soldier like he has like a cool metal arm he looks cool da 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 but they don't like really see anything outside of that so they don't really see the point in his character sometimes and I think I like that Marvel kind of hides this stuff because like when WandaVision started people didn't really know what it was either and I feel like this show is doing that in a way I think it's doing that with Sam too like the whole thing of Sam being like a black man and trying to figure out if he should take on the Captain America role when we know how the United States treats black people and especially when the original Captain America was white. Like, that's just, like, should he... Does he even want to do that? And because I know that one of one of the things that we do know about the show is that, is that, like, whatever government entity is around doesn't want him to be Captain America because he is black and they want him... They want, like, some whatever generic white man to do it instead. Um, so, and then... But my point is that, like, there is a tweet today that a friend, an online friend of mine that loves Bucky sent me, we were ranting about it (laughs) for a while, because it was someone that said, was talking about, like, the best villains in Marvel movies, and they said the Winter Soldier as a villain, and, like, Bucky was never a a villain, you can't, the person who's been, who's being tortured can't be a villain, like, even in the Winter Soldier movie, when he was still, like, you know, when he was still with them and couldn't get away from them, he, they sh- literally showed us him being tortured, being his brain being like electrocuted and him not remembering who he was, but not wanting to be there. Um, and so it's like you can't the villain can't be the person that's being tortured every day and being forced to do the things that someone is making them do. Like that movie is not like subtle about that. Like it's obvious that Hydra is like, the organization that kidnapped him and made him do that in the first place is the bad guy. Like, that's the one they make a big deal out of stopping. He, like, they're the ones that made him do that in the first place. He never would have had to do any of that if they didn't take him. Um, so it's, like, this frustrating thing that, what, like, because he has a cool arm and, like, granted, him and Steve's fight scenes in the Winter Soldier are, like, fucking amazing, but they should be, because they're both, like, these super, like, these superhumans that can, like, move faster and are stronger than everyone else, but, um, just because he has, like, a cool costume or whatever doesn't mean that he's a, like, a villain, but I think that a lot of dudes who look at comics and just think that, like, it's fun to watch explosions or whatever, um, and don't think about it very much, I guess. I don't know how else they can think about him and not and think that he could ever be a villain, but it happens. So I'm, like, really interested to see what those dudes think about 
like the show once it starts and they like start unpacking a lot of the stuff that has to do with him because I think they're probably going to be really surprised and be like what the fuck is this shit um but I'm like really looking forward to that because uh there's so much to unpack with him as a character there you could spend like the entire six episodes just going through everything with him and and not even have any other bigger storyline going on obviously there will be but there's just so much just with him of like just him trying to figure out who he is without Steve would be enough um like that's a huge loss and I'm so happy to hear that they're going through the storyline of him having a therapist and stuff to um to have him act, to have his character actually try to figure that stuff out because like that's basically what every person with PTSD goes through is like you, once you get out of um whatever situation you were in you have to completely rebuild your personality from scratch and figure out who you even are what you even want in life and it's really hard um and it's scary and you feel like it's just really hard and you have to do it on your own most of the time because it's like I I'm always on here crying about how I feel lonely and sad because I don't have any friends right now but it is like a side effect of um getting into a different into a a healthier mind state because you're not the same person anymore like you whoever you were when you knew those people you're a different person now so like I have friends that I made like online or whatever that um I still love and I care about them but I it's not like I'm like oh we're not friends anymore um or anything like that and nothing like happened that blew up like with the friends that I have that I had here like in my daily life in the state that I live in but it was just, it's just that I'm a completely different person than I was when I met them. And, like, they still do the things that I used to do. And by that, I mean, like, fandomy things. And I don't want to do any of that stuff anymore. And I don't know how to be a part of that. Because so much of, like, fandom culture stuff, especially with Star Wars, can be very toxic. And they can bring up people tend to like attack you for being a woman and liking it sometimes they bring up like especially after the last movie there's some idiots still out there that argue about whether Kylo Ren was abusive or not when he was definitely a gigantic abuser and um it's not worth it to be involved in that stuff and deal with the things that people say um but, like, they're still a part of that and still like it. And so, the, like, the times when I would talk to them, like, in the group chat that we had, I would just always feel like, like, the odd man out. And that's, I don't like that feeling. I felt like that for most of my life. I always felt like, like, every, anytime I did have any friends, like, even the friends that I had in high school, I always kind of felt like, and one that if I didn't show up to something, nobody would care if I wasn't there. And, um, just always felt different than everyone else. And I know part of that is a trauma reaction. But, um, 
but at least some of that is somewhat like rooted in reality that um I don't know just because of who I am I've been through a lot of things that most people don't so I look at things differently than people did especially when I was a teenager um but anyway so those friends like it's not like I we had like this huge horrible blowout we never none of that happened I still love them and care about them and we still talk every like on other social media platforms you know and things like that but it's just that they're still in like doing the same thing and functioning the same way that they were before and I I can't really I part of it is I can't really do that because I don't want to I don't want to be like triggering myself by talking to people who don't listen to me or invalidate me because I'm a woman or tell me that I'm that when I say that Kylo reminds me of my abusers that I'm wrong and horrible and crazy um that I don't want to be triggered in that way and deal with all of that shit I just want to be able to watch the movies and enjoy it and not have to delve any deeper into it um like that's I don't it's just we don't have like that same shared connection anymore so like it just kind of tends to happen that when you've gone through like a lot with trauma especially like big trauma um and are trying and are get are in a more stable place with yourself but still are figuring out what the fuck you want to do with life you tend to have to figure it out on your own because a lot of the people that you knew before you just don't have the same kind of camaraderie or relationship that you did before and it's weird because with this fictional character like Bucky now that Sam Sam no now that Steve is gone he's like literally completely alone he doesn't have anybody Steve was the only one that he had that like he had had with him um since you know he was a little kid and who really knew him and understood him and um was kind of like that piece of like love and security in an otherwise really confusing fucked up time and now he doesn't have that so he is alone trying to figure all that stuff out um which is very relatable (laughs) to what I'm going through now and I know what a lot of other people have gone through already and or will go through in the future but I'm just really curious to see like like how because like the thing that's interesting with Marvel is that like WandaVision was definitely I don't know what people expected it to be but it's definitely done things that people didn't expect even though I haven't watched the show just people's like emotional reactions to it is has every week has gotten more and more emotional and just talking about how much they love the show and things like that um it's gone to places that people didn't expect and it's surprising people and it's letting and like part of it is that it's really going in with Wanda and her trauma and how she's trying to deal with it and all of like the complicated complex things that go along with that so I'm like so excited to see them go through that same idea with Sam and Bucky in just 
but just in a different way because they're different characters going through different things. But I feel like it's going to be the same thing, um, the same general idea of them actually trying to work through their trauma and deal, figure out who they are and what they want to be. But it's just so cool to imagine, like, a Marvel character, like, a comic book, like, superhero character being in therapy and working through how he feels about all of the trauma that's happened to him and who he is and what he even has to offer the world outside of, like, the superpowers or whatever that he has. Um, that should be really, really cool. And it just makes me so happy to know that he's finally getting, like, the chance to do it. It's like, like I was saying before, the soup, like, the movies are, um, you know, bigger deals because it takes, like, two years or something for them to film it and then do all the stuff and then have it come out. Um, but, like, this is going to be, like, six hours. And also, there is no Steve. Like, Steve is not... The only other character on this show that's, like, known already is Sam. So it's true for both of them that neither one of them have completely gotten the spotlights because they're in Steve's movies. Um, now that Steve is gone, they both have the chance to, like, shine on their own and have their wants and needs and how they feel about things be figured out. Um, and I'm really excited to see that, especially because... I've always had this feeling that, like, because one of the things that happens in the comic books that I know of from just friends that I have that have read them, and it's a well-known, like, Bucky storyline in the comics, is that there's this part in the comics where Steve, like, dies. I for like, people, characters in comic books always die and then miraculously come back, but, like, he at least died for a while. And I, like, I, I read a, a run of Bucky's recent comics, which was literally him, like, learning how to do yoga and having a cat and being in therapy. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. And then during the comic, he, like, went and helped, like, um, a kid, like, get away from, like, a bad organization that was making him, making, like, having him, like, taking advantage of him. And I was like, yes, this is my favorite character. Correct. This is exactly how I would expect Bucky to act. But those are the only Bucky comics I've ever read because, like, I've thought about reading these, the ones I'm talking about right now where Steve dies and everything, but it's really sad to imagine reading a comic in a world where, um, to see, like, Bucky mourning Steve dying. Like, when I went into the Endgame when I went into Endgame, the movie, I was, like a lot of people, I was really scared that Steve would die. And I was scared mainly, mainly that, like, they would be separated. And I thought it would be, like, you know, Steve dies and Bucky is left alive, or Bucky dies again for good, and Steve is left alive without him. Um, and then, of course, what actually happened ended up being, like, worse than that, even though they're both still alive. <laughs> strangely um but uh either way like damn it I lost my train of thought hold on you guys should be used to stuff like this happening um hmm. 
Yeah, I really can't remember what I was saying anymore. But essentially, I think what I was trying to say was that, like, oh, I know. So in those comics, when when Steve dies, Bucky becomes Captain America um, during that time. And so there's always kind of been this, like, thing of people wondering if Marvel would, are going to go the route of Bucky becoming Cap. And, like, there's parts in, like, every single Captain America movie, um, in, like, the, like, the three Cap movies in the last, like, before, there's always a scene when, like, Bucky is holding the shield up, and it's almost like they're, like, doing that to almost tease people who know what that could mean, but I really hope they're not doing that, um, especially how it stands right now. Because I've always thought that Bucky would hate it. And, um, like, I don't think Bucky's ever really liked Steve necessarily being quote-unquote Captain America anyway. Because, I mean, he got experimented on when he was gone in war. And, yeah, Steve, like, saved his life. And then they were able to go and try to do a lot of good. But um, it also put him in a lot of danger. And it's, like, the very first Captain America movie... Like, he's, like, Bucky even says, like, I don't know about this, like, Captain America guy, but the kid from Brooklyn, yeah, I'm still gonna follow him. Um, like, he's, he knows, he cares about Steve, he doesn't care about, like, the title that he's given. Um, and, like, I remember there was this one interview that Sebastian Stan did, where he was talking about how demoralizing it would, it would be, like, the worst possible thing in the world for Bucky to be, come Cap now. And that's absolutely true. Like, for him to... Like, he's been fighting ever since he got away from Hydra and, like, remembered who he was. And is he's been trying to reclaim his life. Like, that's basically what happens when you go through, like, horrible, big, like, big T trauma that's, like... Especially when it's, like, chronic and lasts for multiple years. Like, it... Like, obviously, at the time that it happened for him was exaggerated because of comic books and stuff, like, 60 years. But still, like, the general idea is, like, when you go through something like that, that's happens for a long time. When you come out of it, part of the whole process is, like, having to figure out who you are. Like, who you really are. Like, what you like, what you don't like. What you're interested in, what you're not interested in. How you want to live in the world. All these kind of, like, basic things that most people figure out as they're, like growing up that you don't really learn until you can get away from whoever is abusing you um and like relearn those things about yourself so like he's been going he's been doing that ever since he got away from Hydra when Steve got him out in the second Captain America movie like they show him like in Wakanda basically like trying to kind of piece together himself and his life and what he wants to do and um so like the worst thing in the fucking world for him would be to have to step up and become and take on another identity that's not him that was actually the identity that his like best friend did that now isn't around because it would just be like something else he would be forced to do that isn't him and has nothing to do with him or what he actually wants to do. Like, 
one of the things I think is interesting to find out, because, like, the bad guys on the the show, on the Bucky and uh, Sam show, are, like, the only thing in the trailer that they really play of them is, is them saying, like, you know, sh- superheroes shouldn't exist. And I'm really interested for them to show if Bucky agrees with that or not. Because I'm honestly not sure what he would think. Because he's pretty much... Like, when you think about all the other superhero... Like, superheroes always have crazy, like, origin stories, usually. Like, how they got their powers. But, at least for him, like... He's maybe the only one that was given those... Was, like, those powers were forced on him. He didn't want it. Like, even with Steve, like, he agreed to be experimented on so he could, like, be part of the war. Um, but, like, Bucky was kidnapped when he was in war and tortured. That's, like, how he became a super soldier dude in the first place. And, you know, then when he fell and he didn't die when everybody thought he was dead, that was when they, like he like lost his arm because he fell off of a train on a cliff and they forced they like cut off his arm and forced him to have this metal arm instead and then made him become like gave him like made him learn how to like fight and kill people and do all this stuff not because he wanted to but because they made him so like nothing about like his like origin story per se is anything that he never got a choice about what was happening to him. Like, he was, he became this stuff against his own will. He never was able to consent to any of it. And when you think about the other, all the other superheroes, like Sam, um, like, his is basically being in a program in the military where they would fly around with wings. Um, he was, uh, and then, like, Thor is just, like, a god. Thor and Loki are just gods. Steve chose to do that. Like, um, like the Hulk didn't exactly choose, but it was, like, an accident. Like, a scientific experiment that went really wrong. So even though it wasn't exactly a choice, he still was, like, involved in science and stuff. And that's why it happened in the first place. And, uh, like... Black Widow is the other one that didn't ever get to choose, like, what happened to her. She was taken when she was a kid and forced to become this, like, thing. She was able to get away from it and find, like, her an own, her own identity outside of it. Um, that's probably why Black Widow and Bucky are teamed up a lot in the comics. <laughs> because they do have a very similar story. It makes me really sad that Scarlett Johansson plays Black Widow or is just shows how horrible of a person she is. And also makes me really sad that she's the fucking one who died in Endgame when she definitely shouldn't have died. She has so there's so much with her that you could go into. Just like her and Bucky alone would be so interesting because they would understand things about each other that nobody else would. But anyway, I'm just really interested in the idea of like would Bucky even would Bucky agree with that? Like, would he think that there should be superheroes or not? Because he was thrust into that world when he didn't want to be. 
he never got like a choice about it he didn't ever get to decide that this is what he wanted to do it was just he had no it was just this was it it was like you're becoming this whether you want to or not so I'm really interested to see his reaction all that like because I kind of think he'll relate (laughs) to the people who don't want him to be around because it's like well He's like over 100 years old at this point. He was supposed to have died in the 40s, and he's but he's somehow still alive. And he spent 60 years um, killing people anytime he was alive uh, by a horrible terrorist organization that made him do that. So, like, people arguing that he shouldn't be there isn't exactly... Um, out of the realm of possibility for him <laughs> like like me I sit there and scream that he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants for the rest of time but I'm just really interested to see how far that goes but it's so exciting to for me to think of about a show where one of the two main characters is going through therapy in order to deal with his trauma of everything that's happened to him like to have marvel like a gigantic uh like the amount of money marvel makes in movies and stuff is crazy so imagine like a huge thing like a huge money making marketing all this stuff backing the show and the and what happens in it is having to do with him trying to process his trauma that's just so awesome to see like and to have like a, one of the characters on the show be his therapist and to see him kind of going through like going through everything and figuring out what he wants to do and who he really is and everything like that is just like such a refreshing thing because I don't think I have to explain that but yeah it's just such a refreshing thing especially in like kind of the superhero whatever genre because Like, when I was into the Star Wars fandom, like, the podcast that the friends that I found, that's how they found them, was from a podcast they did. And they used to talk in, like, every episode how all these different characters in Star Wars had had PTSD and were always going through trauma. And they definitely did. Like, I could go through, like, a list of just all the characters that I can think of off the top of my head. And all of them would have PTSD and would need help dealing with it but like because the you know the world is supposed to be like whatever I don't know they just never they don't talk about it in that way they don't talk about mental health at all really in Star Wars universe they talk about like the adventures they're going on and the and the you know the relationships they make with people along the way and things like that And they talk about, like, big ideas, kind of, but they don't talk about, kind of, the aftermath of, like, after you go through all of this stuff, like, how would you feel and how would you deal with that kind of thing? Um, So it's, like, really cool to think of uh, the Marvel Universe putting out a show based around characters, like, just processing trauma. Like, it makes sense, especially because of Bucky, but also, like, Sam's, as a character, was basically that in The Winter Soldier. He was introduced as a veteran that was doing group therapy, and that, like, Steve was, like, watching. (laughs) Um, 
that, like, Steve probably should have been joining. And, it, like, the things that he always said to Steve was so interest, like, so, in, like, introspective and thought-provoking that people usually don't concentrate on. But, of course, I do because that's the stuff, like, the character development stuff is what I find the most interesting. But, like, I always remember the scene in The Winter Soldier when he asked Steve, like, what he wants to do. And he says, like, I have no idea. And he really has no idea. That's really what that that movie is about is like Steve feeling like disillusioned with being he's like alive but he doesn't know why he's here um like the organization that he's in that he thought was good ended up being a front for like Nazis and um Bucky is the one that gives him like purpose and direction uh, but before that he has no idea what he's even doing he's just kind of going through the motions of doing this stuff but he doesn't know why he's doing it or if he even wants to do it um but I always found that really interesting that like in that movie Steve um says he has no idea what he even wants to do and but they and they never really tell us exactly what he wants to do like that's probably Endgame is so horrible is that it just ruins his character that instead of having him figure out like what he wants to do with in life in the present day with the life that he's built for himself they they are like hey never mind he's just going to go back in time and and ignore this entire time and ignore everything else that he knows is going to happen and not do anything to stop it it's just awful um so but we can't do anything about what they did with steve but we we at least with this show we have a chance of them showing like with his two best friends what how they feel about everything and it's just awesome really awesome I never thought that I would be getting this like possibly good PTSD content from Marvel but I'm really excited about it